The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. We'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Nassau Suffolk BOCES is on board. Nassau BOCES is here with us tonight, Western Suffolk BOCES, and it is CTE month, and we're going to be talking about all the programs that they offer. And Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Board Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. And listen, like we just said, CTE month is the month of February. And what is CTE? Well, career technical education. And for a lot of our listening audience, it's probably not what you envision. It's not the CTE programs of back in the day. There's a lot more offerings. And we're going to learn about those offerings that are offered across Long Island. And tonight, we're pleased to be joined by the folks that head up two of our BOCES here on Long Island. That's Nassau BOCES and Western Suffolk BOCES. So first, I'd like to welcome back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, Dr. Robert Dillon. Dr. Dillon, last time you were on Spotlight on Long Island Schools, we were talking about the Long Island School of the Arts, and you were making a pitch as to how important that program was. And short time after that show several years ago, kind of famous Long Islander uh, kind of showed up, wrote a check, and uh, helped out uh, your program at a critical time. And, you know, I'm happy to hear that the program is still around. So welcome back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools and uh, talk to us about what's happened since we last spoke. Well, Bob, I want to thank you for having us back here tonight. How appropriate for February being CTE month. You know, it's interesting, you know, when um, when I arrived at BOCES, the CTE, as far as the High School for the Arts, didn't exist. So now we have it CTE certified. And we talk about the different things you, you mentioned earlier, backstage things. Not everyone's going to be a, a star on stage, but, you know, we do have lighting. We do have audio. We do have costume design. We do have stage design. We have all those things. But I think more importantly, I think what we I'd like to emphasize tonight is the fact that the stigma of going to BOCES is starting to, to lessen. You know, BOCES provides an opportunity. It provides a choice students, whether to go on to higher education in, in in the academic areas or to go on in the trades areas. And it's so important today that uh, kids have options. And if you come to a BOCES, you learn a trade. As some of my uh, legislators say, when you graduate from a BOCES, the job comes to you. I mean, they are outstanding programs, um, providing opportunities for kids. And I think that's a big thing. Conti- Specifically, when you talk about, you look at Long Island today and you, and you see the opportunities that are coming up. We have wind energy. We have uh, green energy. Uh, in Nassau County, We the conversation about the hub and what that may mean in the, in the hospitality industry. I know people have the boohoo gambling, but that's not the only thing. I mean, there's so many things going on with 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 the trades, with the construction trades, and, and whether it be the hub or green energy. <clears throat> there are just so many things. And I think now's the time people are understanding. I think our conversation with the trades continue. I think we're at a great relationship. And we're we're on we're on the on the verge here, uh, you know, of, of looking to launch things, not only just straight from BOCES, but also working with our community colleges. So I think there's great opportunities uh, right on the horizon. Yeah. And, you know, we often say, and and as a board member, I always used to believe this, that we have to have our kids prepared for, as I like to say, the three E's, right? You're either 
ready to enroll in higher education, you are ready to be employed by the trades or be an entrepreneur, or you are eligible and ready and fit to enlist into our nation's military. All three very high level things that, you know, if we've done our job right, when we hand them the diploma, our kids are ready for one or a combination of all those three things. And BOCES plays a critical role. You know, we, we co-hosted an event not too long ago to talk about offshore wind and the job opportunities that are coming with that. Uh, the manufacturing industry on Long Island is a huge industry and still one of the largest manufacturers for the Department of Defense. So where the average starting salary is $85,000 a year and there's over 3,000 manufacturing employers on Long Island, but there's critical demands as far as the skill set needed. It's not just stamping out widgets anymore. It's it's high tech. It's it's high skill set. And this is where BOCES plays a role. And Mike Flynn is in charge of the BOCES at Western Suffolk BOCES. Mike, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And, you know, to piggyback off of what Dr. Dillon was saying about NASA BOCES, Introduce us to Western Suffolk BOCES, and I've had the opportunity to visit some of your campuses, and in addition to culinary, there's so many other things you have going on there, and you are actually hold the distinction of a recovery high school to deal with some other issues that our students uh, are dealing with on the island. So uh, introduce our listening audience to Western Suffolk BOCES. So, Bob, thank you again for being uh, such a great voice uh, for this topic. Uh, joining me tonight is uh, Nancy Wilson, who's the Executive Director of Career and Technical Education for Western Suffolk BOCES, also known by the acronym of CTE. The uh, access to BOCES technical program is one of the best case secrets in the world, except for the students and families and teachers who send kids to our CTE programs. When you look at the statistics, you'll find out that students who attend and this is not a Western Suffolk BOCES statistics. It's really universal across Long Island. For those students who attend CTE programming and complete their two-year program, 99% of those students receive a high school diploma. And, wow. you know, in this, in this time and environment, a very impressive uh, statistic. Uh, the other thing uh, about attending a BOCES uh, CTE program, the students who graduate there, they're just overwhelmingly successful. So every BOCES is required from six to 12 months post-graduation, the BOCES are required to go out and conduct surveys of all the graduates in terms of where they are at that moment, the year following their graduation. Our last statistic for the students who graduated uh, the previous June, 71% of our graduates were either enrolled in a post-secondary program or enrolled or participating in the military service, 71%. 26% of the graduates were employed and 3% of the graduates were not employed or unable to work. And when you look at that statistic, about nearly 97% of students enrolled in a post-secondary program or employed that demographic of 18 to 25 years old, typically the unemployment rate for that group is 12 to 16 percent. For kids graduating from a BOCES program, it's 3 percent. It's absolutely an incredible achievement there. Uh, the other thing 
uh, is uh, the more obvious implication, even though these students are going on to college, when you go to a BOCES program, you complete that two-year program, you leave with a valuable skill set. And what all the BOCES do is we coordinate and collaborate all of our efforts with the industries. So every BOCES, every particular uh, subject and course that's introduced to the students, we do that with an advisory committee from all the construction trades, from aviation, from the health field, so that when we create programs, we do it with assistance from the industry because they're looking for us to develop jobs for their industry. So for example, Northwell Health Systems, going back 15 years ago, approached the BOCES, all the three BOCES on Long Island, to ask for specific training in tactical medically based positions that they anticipated having a need for. So that's what we did. We all run surgical technicians, just not LPN programs, sterile technicians. We have uh, 10 different uh, programs that train uh, individuals to become licensed mm -hmm. in a two-year program for health industries. And I have to tell you, all of these uh, individuals, they're interviewed before they graduate. They all We have like 100% placement for these types of jobs. So it's just hugely, hugely successful. The other thing about BOCES, and, and Bob Dylan alluded to it earlier, this is not the BOCES from years ago. Right. Our BOCES has over 60 articulation agreements with colleges and universities where our students earn college credit in high school in their career and technical education program going towards a post-secondary program. I'll be at a much cheaper rate, too, than if you were to pay for it on your own. Uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, obviously, well done. And, uh, you know, the uh, other thing that I just wanted to mention, and, and thank you uh, for bringing it up, uh, I was on your show with uh, Dr. Jeff Reynolds uh, a year or yeah. two ago, maybe three yeah. years ago. We were uh, talking about uh, our efforts uh, to try and uh, operate the first recovery high school on Long Island. Uh, at the time, it would have been in New York State. Uh, and we're proud to say that uh, Western Suffolk BOCES opened that program last June of 22. Uh, we have it situated in one of our region's uh, high schools. Uh, we currently have eight students. Uh, this is a program that serves uh, students who are recovering from addiction uh, in an academic setting. Uh, and the recovery uh, program uh, has been usually successful for those families. So appreciate the opportunity to share that with the audience. Well, listen, when we come back from the break, we're going to learn more about the program offerings in Nassau BOCES, Western Suffolk BOCES, and Eastern Suffolk BOCES, too, has a bunch of program offerings we'll learn about. And we'll hear more about how to access these services and what advocacy needs to take place so that more of these program offerings are available to more students. You listen to the Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Out on the web at linewsradio.com. Check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. Suggest a program club or activity that your school is involved in, and your district may be the next one right here in our Spotlight. We'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. 
Spotlight on Long Island Schools, brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. Bob Vecchio continuing our conversation with the leadership from the three different BOCES that cover Long Island, and that is the Nassau BOCES program, Western Suffolk BOCES, and Eastern Suffolk BOCES. And we are now going to speak with the gentleman that heads up Eastern Suffolk BOCES, Mr. Ryan Ruff. Ryan, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And as your colleagues have explained, you know, this isn't your father's uh, BOCES program or vocational program, CTE programs. Talk to us about, you know, some of the high-end, high-tech stuff that is going on at Eastern Suffolk BOCES that you want folks to be aware of that are being offered to students in your region. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to share what we have at Eastern Suffolk BOCES. We currently have close to 2,100 students attending our programs. And as you indicated, uh, Mr. Vecchio, it's very different than uh, maybe what the, some people may think of traditionally. We have programs that are, we have aviation programs, a large amount of audio production students. We have students focused on graphics and graphic art development computer repair, uh, and uh, as well as the traditional programs. Uh, the trades are very, very uh, strong as well. Across our programs, we are well enrolled. We have uh, waiting lists in quite a few of our programs, and we really see the strength when students attend both their junior and senior year because we, of our articulation agreements with the colleges. So they leave us, a lot of them will continue on into college. Some will also enter the career uh, in, into careers and be very, very successful in what they do. We find also, aside from actually learning the, the trade, they also learn the business aspect, the customer service part of it, and that too can transition through uh, their working careers, whether it's in what they actually study with us or in uh, a different job that they, they take. Yeah. Uh, also, and no surprise, in a post-pandemic world, the health sciences are uh, largely attended for us as well. All right. And, you know, learning all aspects of the business is so critically important. So, for instance, the culinary program, I always like to say, you learn the back of the house on how to cook, how to prepare. It's important to know the front of the house on how to keep the books and make sure staffing hours are keeping up with demand. And next, we're going to speak with the executive director for the CTE programs over at Western Suffolk BOCES. Nancy, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. Nancy, my question to you, being the executive director, how have the programs evolved over the years and what are some of the high demands of programming changes that you've seen from students over the last several years? Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, absolutely, in our aviation program, our aviation program has grown um, into offering not only flying aircraft, flying drone technology, but our AMT program, which is aircraft maintenance and technology, has grown to such a level for both our secondary and the adult world that Delta Airlines has actually partnered with us no. to try to uh, secure students graduating from our programs for them to be employees for them in the future. We use their training manuals. We use their systems. They come in. They they actually have, we have guest teacher spots uh, for them to come in and teach certain skills for the students. In addition, our healthcare programs have grown uh, tremendously over the years. We've actually uh, 
put into the program stackable credentials. So not only is the student uh, leaving us with, let's say, uh, certified nurse assisting, they have patient care technician, they're becoming medical assistants, they're NCCT, uh, you know, um, qualified and certified. Um, like uh, Eastern said, our trades uh, have exploded. We've added a lot of green technology. We're looking forward to adding wind technology in the future to be in with the trends and working with those partners uh, in the future. In addition, our programs have grown, and Eastern S also said, with waitlist because of the support of our component school district. Each of the BOCES work with our component school districts, and what happens is, is that the, the districts were able to be embedded in the districts and do orientations, monthly orientations, or whenever they would like us to, to their 10th graders, to kind of give them an opportunity to learn all about Wilson Tech or any of the other BOCES tech programs. And then from there, the students who are interested are able to come in and do visitors days and we have them throughout uh, November, December, January and February and the students come from our districts to come visit for the day and they look at the different programs and they really get an opportunity to see it firsthand and make a choice of what they'd like to do in the future. And I have to say that without the support of our districts and our component school districts, that wouldn't be possible. So there is a lot of access on our end. We are able to go into the schools and we're able to do all these things with our components and they are our partners in that. In addition, as Mr. Flynn said before, you know, our business and industry partners are incredible. Um, you know, without them, we wouldn't be starting all our new programs and services. You know, uh, you know, every few years, each of the BOCES start new programs and trends and stuff. And we're looking forward to uh, expanding a lot of our healthcare programs, especially because Northwell is, you know, a really big player in that. And so are is Catholic Health. And there's a need and a demand for certain careers. And we're going to be able to fill that for them. Great. You know, and accessibility is always an issue. And and Bob Dylan has been a champion from an advocacy standpoint because there are some hindrances to having students attend the BOCES programs and having been a board member. It's it's a balancing act with the budget and, and the state does put some hamstrings on us, Bob. And I know when parents say, hey, listen, I, I want to send our kids to the aviation program and we might not have kids subscribe to that. As a board member in your local component district, you're balancing out what you need to provide locally compared to what you would like to provide to these kids with so many of the great programs. So from an advocacy standpoint, what would you like the public to be aware of that when they see their state officials and we're dealing with the legislative and budget season, what are, what are some of the things you want them to be aware of to help make more accessibility for these wonderful programs and make it easier on the component school districts. Yeah, thank you very much. I want to touch on what Mike Flynn said earlier about the graduation success of the kids who attend CTE. It's been recognized by our regents who have publicly said that all kids should have access to CTE. It's been advocated. It's among the legislative priorities in the uh, council superintendents. The issue comes down to money. When they say it's not about money, it's about money. Yep. Currently, uh, children, students can be uh, stopped from applying. And, uh, you know, I have a problem with that because all means all. It doesn't mean some of the students. It means all the students. And we have structures in New York State, for example, the charter school. If a child wants to go to a charter school, they go. No questions asked. But yet, if a child wants to attend a BOCES program that may not be offered or available in or his or her district, that's somewhat of a problem. 
And, you know, we I understand having been a superintendent for a number of years in districts, I, did, I never wanted anybody to tell me how to spend my money. <laughs> but the reality remains, these children deserve an opportunity. You know, they're not a special ed kids, they're not protected class, but they do deserve that opportunity. Um, and hopefully the legislature will see fit that they'll put something in place that permits kids who want to apply to at least apply and have vetted attend the BOCES program. You know, we've heard some wonderful things this evening about our BOCES on Long Island, and that's throughout the state. It's great opportunities for kids. And it, again, it's for our economy. It's for our future, our democracy. This is what they need. Not everyone is going to go to college. And so there's great opportunities here throughout all the BOCES on Long Island and great programs and industry partners, everything that you've heard. But it, it's it's a shame that not all kids can avail themselves to this at this particular time. And we're, we had some legislation last year proposed. Uh, unfortunately, Senator Brooks is no longer in the Senate. So we're looking at other to other sponsors at this. And we've been told that it'll be sponsored. Industry partners, we've worked with the labor groups and, and we trying to garner their support. And we'll see where we are with this. But uh, it's important. It's important that all kids have a shot. Yeah, and, and one of the things that the state definitely needs to do, and I don't understand why they haven't done it, is to increase the aidable cap for, for BOCES salaries, right? Because that's part of the hindrance for school districts, and, and it's been a legislative priority to increase that cap so that the economics work a little better, so that subscription to some of these programs can increase from a local school district. Because the last thing you want to do, sitting in a board member seat or sitting in an administrative of, of a local district, is to deny opportunities. But again like bob like you so aptly put it is about money sometimes and you know if the state could do something to make the economics work out better it should and listen folks to find out more information about what both these programs your school district does offer have you or your students check in with your guidance departments at the school districts and find out what programs are currently there and maybe opportunities for other programs if it works it's important again be ready for the three e's be ready to be enrolled in higher education, be ready to be employed by the trades or entrepreneur, or be ready to be enlisted into the military. The statistics that Mr. Flynn provided from Western Suffolk Boses and the program offerings you've heard from Ryan Ruff at Eastern Suffolk Boses and Bob Dylan Nassau Boses, there are great opportunities for your students to not only survive, but thrive on Long Island after graduation and getting their certifications from some of these wonderful programs. Well, we're celebrating CTE month and turn to the BOCES programs to find out what things your kids may be involved in that will spark an interest in their career. You've been listening to the Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's your place to suggest a program club or activity that your district's involved in. And they, too, could be the next one right here in our spotlight. Thanking the folks from the BOCES programs across Long Island for all that they do for our kids. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.